guys, on today's Trophy Kids, we got an awesome episode for you. We're doing some recap on the NFL, but then we are picking apart this juicy, juicy board of the NFL week two. So let's go. And welcome to Trophy Kids, presented by Bad News Media. It is September 12th, and I think it is safe to say the Patriots are probably going to win the Super Bowl. How are you doing today, sir? Doing well, and I agree. They're amazing. Holy mother of God. So... We are, we are recording this a little later in the week. As you know, we've had some travel plans. We had to push it back. So we're not going to recap all the games. But some of the things that stood out, my God, are the Patriots fucking good. And the Steelers, turns out, not a great idea to release, to lose two respectable top five players at their individual positions. Doesn't exactly uh, do well for offensive uh, production. Yes. It shows that um, fantastic, unreal, once-in-a-generation type playmakers are important. Um, and if you have them on your team, they're very good. Um, but yes... Patriots, though, I, what I mean, amazing, and it's not—they don't always come out week one looking like that. A lot of times, they don't really look like that till by week four or five. But whoa! And I think maybe it was because of the Steelers. They—they they seem to really hate the Steelers. There's kind of that rivalry there. Maybe they didn't want to come out and lose to Pittsburgh, but that was a New England team that we usually don't see until like October. Yeah, hundred percent agree. Because the conversation, this is the time when those individuals who love the Brady's off the cliff takes are really starting to get going mm-hmm. there's usually not great performances in the early part of the season and they came out first couple series i did look at tom i was like he threw a couple balls i was like oh that doesn't look good and he started slinging it You're like, oh, <laughs> never mind <laughs> he's tom's good. fine <laughs> yeah tom's fine once again awesome <laughs> um <laughs> and then you add a b potentially that situation which is a good segue oh. to sort of talk about what's going on there news broke recently that a b is being sued by a woman who is claiming that there are three separate instances of sexual assault, one including a forcible rape. He has since denied this. I don't know where you stand. I think we've talked about this when the McGregor incident came up. I tend to stand and believe the women first on this just because of how, yes, there are people out there that are going to go, you know, they can come after money. This happens. That is such a small minority in life. I don't base my opinions off the small exception. I do tend to believe the woman. These are very documented incidences. She apparently has text messages proving these incidences. I also don't have a problem with the Patriots because they kind of got blindsided, taking some time to do their own investigation and not necessarily pushing off any charges and sitting back and wait. But my initial reaction is to believe the woman because Antonio Brown's kind of a crazy person. Yeah, he's definitely a little crazy. Um, I'm with you. You kind of have to first believe the women. That's kind of the, the correct way to go about it. Um, and Antonio Brown's a little crazy. But I will say that right now, Antonio Brown is also the perfect target for a made-up story like this. He has just been in the news, just looking like a complete maniac, and right now would be the best time to target him for a false crime. I'm not saying that's what happened, but I'm just saying he is a good candidate right now. Um, You definitely have to believe the women, though, and I I agree with you on the Patriots thing. They kind of... I'm assuming they were completely blindsided by this and didn't know about it, and they literally just signed him like 72, 96 hours ago. So I, I'm glad they're not like releasing him or doing anything major until you know we figure it out. Um, yeah. It's a civil suit and not like a criminal lawsuit yet, so you'll just have to let it play out. Yeah, I think especially nowadays, because I am sure this woman is going through, like, her life is about to be upended. Anytime you go after somebody who is a giant public famous figure, oh, yeah. it, there's just not a huge incentive there. Um, so that's why I do tend to lead them, but I, I agree with you hundred percent. I think that this is a right time for that and that there's, 
I have no problem with people, especially in the Patriots organization, the NFL, holding back judgment to wait to see what more evidence goes out. It's just I, I tend to go, yeah, that I, I could see that happening. That seems like a lot to make up, especially if you're claiming to have text messages and evidence to prove it. That seems like a lot of detail to throw out there. But like I said, I also have no problem with them holding off to do their own investigation and to see what comes out of it and kind of go through the motions to see see what else arises from it. Yeah, we did need to bring that up. Oh, absolutely. And was, like you said, the women a lot of times don't gain anything from this. I mean, she's going to get death threats. She's going to get a whole bunch of like awful shit. So. Oh, yeah. I'm sure there's some mass holes that are already have sent her some pretty nasty shit. So, oh, I'm sure. Um, with that being said, if this ends up going his way and he ends up playing, inputting him into that offense, oh. oh, my goodness. Tom Brady has just found himself a new Randy Moss, potentially. Yeah, I mean, he has. he literally has. He's got... Antonio Brown, Josh Gordon, Julian Edelman. I mean, what a fucking And Neil line. Henry, who I think is going to be a hell of a rookie. When yes. He gets yeah. a play. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, that the receiving core is probably the best Tom's had since, like, you know, the rainy days. Um, I, I couldn't imagine if he's still a gronk. I mean, my God. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I can't imagine how much better they're going to look Antonio Brown. It, it's yeah. going to be ridiculous. And before that story broke yesterday about Antonio Brown, the conversation was around, will he last in New England? And I actually do think, I think we should address that because there's a chance that he could be on this roster for the full season, even if this is proven true, because we know the track record of the NFL. They don't really care. Um, I think he's going to fall right in line, at least for a season, because I do think Antonio Brown is at that point of his career where he's probably debating whether he really wants to play football anymore. And getting that ring, I think he wants to get that ring. That's why he signed so quickly. And people just tend to fall in line as well as, on Monday or Sunday night was the perfect example of, hey, you either get in line or we're cool to cut you because we don't need you. We're just fine without you. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I tend to also agree that I think he'll be fine this year. Um, I think he, as crazy as he is, uh, maybe getting released was a little bit of a, a wake-up call to him. Um, I also do wonder if he was trying to get released. Um, I think that's a real possibility. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> yeah. I, I do as well. So maybe that will explain some of his in, in the, like, the insane things he did. I mean, I still think he's a maniac. Maybe he's not quite as crazy as we think. Maybe he's fabricating some of that shit. But it, to honestly do that makes you a crazy person in general. <laughs> I'd agree. So the Patriots are going to be awesome. The Steelers, I don't know. Turns out, you know, like we said, not retaining one of your two best talents is probably a bad idea. Could have kept Bell. Could have kept Antonio. Antonio probably wasn't going to be kept because of his issues. But might have wanted to pay Bell because that offense, not looking great. Uh, I don't know if they're going to get it together. Ben's looking interesting, I'll say. It's pretty demoralizing. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Like he like eventually just doesn't care. Yeah. I mean, at this point, you got to wonder, like, why even start showing up? Because, like, you're on the back end of your career and there's, I mean, you got Juju, but and Connor's a fine player. Um, but, like, come on now. There's not a lot, not a lot there. There really isn't, and I mean, we're, you mentioned Juju, and I, I do think he's a very good player, still super young player, um, yeah. but we're really going to see Juju this year when yes. you don't have A.B. getting double covered. See if he is really so That helps. Yeah, he's got some helpful. time. It's only week one. Yeah, it's only yeah, week oh, one. absolutely. Yeah, There's I'm not ready to reactions for sure, but yeah, yeah. yeah we're going to see what he's, if his medal is tested. Um, another couple things that just jumped off the page. Browns, man, the more things change, the more they stay the same. Talk about a team who thought they could just roll out and just beat the hell out of teams. What was it, 18 penalties for 180 yards? Yeah. One of the sloppiest games I've ever seen out of a team. It was like the pure definition of, oh, we can just roll out there and whoop on the tights. And that did not happen. So 
It sure did not. So sloppy. And I was getting excited about the Browns, but then I was starting to get annoyed with the Browns. Um, so I loved what I saw. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think they needed a good schlacking. Um, even Baker was kind of starting to annoy me, and I like Baker. Um, yep. I love Delaney Walker's postgame interview. Yes. Oh, awesome. I love it. Oh, he's <laughs> so badass. He's just like, we knew they sucked. <laughs> you yep. all did but we knew they sucked. Loved yeah. it. And I will give us a pat on the back because we did we did have the red flag of first head coach, a lot of talent on the offense. It's probably not going to fit right away. I mean, it could, but that would be the red flag. Turns out that's exactly what the red flag was because that team, that was a team that you could see first-year head coach, not that yeah. much discipline. When you got an offensive lineman, when your offensive line sucks, or not great, we'll say, kicking somebody and getting thrown out of the game early, and then you have to create a hodgepodge kind of offensive line on the fly, that's just undisciplined football. Yeah, Penalties not prepared. Yeah, it's just not prepared. That's a first-year first, that's a first year head coach trying to rein in some talent. Odell's wearing a freaking watch, which, by the way, how did he not, they not make him take that off? I didn't think he could wear that. Yeah, no, you absolutely can't. And I think he got fined like 350000 like some ridiculous fine. It was a six-figure fine. I know that. Um, it looked sick, but, yeah, I'd be like, dude, take that off. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, that was rough. So, Browns, we'll see. I, I still think, obviously— Week one, lots of time to get that put together. But I do think it's going to take a little bit more time. I think Browns fans got a little over their skis with the Super Bowl talk. I think they're still going to be a fine team in that division. But the red flags that we pointed out in our preseason podcast were exactly there. Um, You're Redskins, hanging in there against the Eagles. I feel like we we both can take some time to talk about our teams. How are you feeling about the Redskins there? (laughs) Um, I was – Surprised that we actually had that good of a game, uh, especially the first half. Case Keenum blew me away. Um, I will say I wasn't overly blown away by Terry McLaurin, our rookie wide receiver. I've been hearing that he's just been absolutely ridiculous, and like they're just they've just been saying like he's going to be really good. I'm happy we were able to get him. I mean, so I'm excited about Terry McLaurin, but we already are getting injured, like we always do. Darius guy's down. Jonathan Allen's down. Um, we obviously have already been hit with injuries earlier this year, so I'm already getting concerned about that. I mean, we have a chance against Dallas, but not really. I, I'm thinking of a 6-7 to seven win team. <laughs> yeah, well, you're going to have the old man dust off the cleats in AP and come back out, it looks like. Yeah, so I see I'm excited that about that. He's being activated. I was yeah. a little pissed that they, didn't, that they didn't have AP active. I mean, he ran for 1,000 yards last year, and we're just like, Darius guys who's never ran for one yard, we just... We think he's just the guy. I, I, I thought that was kind of disrespectful to not activate AP. And Vernon yeah. Davis, absolute freak of nature. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. big freak of nature. <laughs> he just does not age. That was ridiculous. <laughs> yes. One of those, like, how is – because, you know, the Toms and the Drew Brees of the world where everybody's kind of mystified by their position. This is not a tight end position where your body is legitimately going through a car wreck pretty much every week. Yeah. He's still going at an elite level. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And shocker, Jordan Reed also didn't play. Injured as well. Yeah. yeah. And no, no Trent Williams as well. Yeah. So, yeah, if, if we honestly had all of our good players playing, you know, if Trent played, Jordan played, um, I would honestly say we would have beat the Eagles. There's a real possibility. I mean, the Eagles came out looking rough in that first half. Really bad. Yeah, they got it together. Deshaun dusted off his cleats. Yes, he did. Out there flying around like we used to know. He got kind of dusty down in Tampa because James Winston doesn't know how to use a freaking yeah. flyer. Um, it's a good transition. Yeah, which is a great transition to my <laughs> shitty Bucks. Um, man, I love them. Don't get me wrong, Bucks fans. I love them. 
but this is exactly why I don't get that invested. I show up every every week going, you know, we're probably not going to win this game. I get invested during the game, and then I freak out at the end because Jameis Winston is absolute garbage. Dumpster fire trash. He should have been cut on the field after throwing that <laughs> bonkers end of the game. We are still in the game. And what does he do? Throws a pick six. What he always does. The man cannot close a football game. He does not protect the football game. I have to ask, how many people's lives have to be ruined by this man? How many coaches have to be go to new teams? How many families have to relocate? Because all we keep on doing is throwing Jameis Winston out there, keep hiring new coaches that are going to fix this man. The man makes horrible decisions on and off the field. It is about time we cut his ass. Done with Jameis. It's over. He's not going to get better. It's ridiculous. Yeah. All right. <laughs> 